following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. should probably panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airways. This is Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. For Sunday, almost the freaking end of March 2014, that would be the big 3-0, this is Casually Hardcore, and I'm Gnomewise. I'm Grail. I am Dexa. And I'm just messing with their order. Yep. That's right. No longer ladies first. All right. Save the best for last. It's never been ladies first. That's true. Unless you are a lady. <laughs> 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 On the inside. Okay. I am a pretty princess. That's right. <laughs> Someone is going to now cut that out and make it into an MP3. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> I just open myself up to these things. We're back. Yes. Yeah. And we're in different digs. Yeah. You guys didn't have much in your commute this time. Nope. Nope. We are in... Ten feet. We are in Grail and Dax's place. (laughs) Yeah. Grail, fresh from the shower. Kidding. To the air. Fresh from forgetting... I did the time change back. The other way around. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Daylight saving not. No, I'm not not thrilled with the, the current... Current time frame we're in, time zone we're in. I'd never I really. I time zone. I just don't like everybody else's. Right, right. We remain sane. Exactly. Right. The rest of most of creation does this weird thing of pretending yeah. that yeah. time is is mutable and changeable, and that we still harvest crops right. by hand, using our children, children. as labor. <laughs> <laughs> we still use. We still our use our children. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But anyway. Yeah. Uh yeah, so <laughs> the crops are just virtual now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Arch or Nemesis is enjoying the the final two days of Free Realms, and Free Realms. Free Realms was Son- one of Sony's free to play. Oh okay. Uh, RPG, you know, it's basically a, a WoW yeah wannabe. And he had gotten big into the gardening, and he's, he's actually counting down. He's only planting certain seeds that will germinate within a one-day period. Ah. It's going to take three days, and he's just got way into the, the Farmville within the MMO thing. Gotcha. Um, so he's, he's getting his, his last hurrah before they shut that one down. He has, a, he has a method. He just picks out all the free-to-play MMOs that are going to be shut down. Nice. Gotcha. So, that way it ends, and you feel satisfied. So yeah. Yeah, it's very finite <laughs> gaming. We're going to go watch and see what he gets interested in next and say, okay, that's, that's dead. Death watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you listening live, if you can't find us in chat, for some reason we are having difficulty from our site. We don't know if it's down completely, but the Versus the World chat on QuakeNet, uh, we can't get the server to load. So we're over on chat.thinstack.net. Just just go to alphageekradio.com, click on the chat link at the top of the page and join that chat if you wish to join us live. Because we can't find you. Right. Nope. So we're in the uh, emergency backup chat, which I'm now glad that I put in place ages ago. Yes. Yeah. You never know when you may have to jam. True. Uh, we are also back after a uh, two-week hiatus. hiatus. Yes. While I was off in the 
exotic lands of Canada. Yeah. Where I summarily left behind the power supply for the broadcast rig. <laughs> you always leave something behind. Yeah. Always. I'm usually pretty damn good about it, but this is the first time for the TED conference where I have had to fly to it. Because in previous years, it's always been out in Palm Springs. Right. Had, Easy drive. Oh, and I would just. Say, well, how'd you get to? Well, Edinburgh well, was the first aberration, yeah. but yeah. The, this, the TED Active one that I've, oh, done, okay. that I've mostly done. Um, <laughs> was out in Palm Springs, so I would just hop in the car and take all my gear out and go direct. Right. Well, they moved it to outside of Vancouver, Canada, That's British Columbia. That's a smidge more of a drive. It would be a, a hell of a commute. <laughs> um... I don't, I'm not going to say I didn't consider it because I love a good road trip, right. but that's a bit much. That's a long, that's, that's a long that's ass a way. That's a multiple day, I would imagine. Yeah. I don't, I don't know lots, how many lots of miles, mountain and, but yeah, no, no, no thing. it has to be near 20, 25, 28 hours, I would think. Uh, I, my, my lovely wife would uh, eviscerate me if I tried to spend that many yeah. days. It was already a longer commitment than usual. Normally, was, it would be an eight-day thing. It was a 12-day thing to go around. So, wow. Just because a new venue, they were a little nervous about. Sure. New country, so and it was completely unnecessary. <laughs> we did not need to be there that damn early. Um, really? Yeah. He went. No, we had our we had our crap wire together. The usual challenges. It's it's the normal. Sure. For anyone who runs, the the kind of crowd that Ted draws is tech heavy. Mm-hmm. So you have people there with three and four Wi-Fi enabled devices on their person. Right. That they're actively using mm-hmm. at any given moment. So despite the fact that the hotel we were in uh, had Fantastic, very recently upgraded Wi-Fi capability. They had 802.11ac access points. Mm-hmm. They were basically beta units. They were, we were beta testing them for the provider because they were their very first install. Wow. And they had dozens of these things, so it was very well covered. And we still annihilated their network. Sure. Because people are psychotically incapable of spreading out. Right. So we would all cluster in well, one yeah. area and all hit Duh. one access point and wonder why the Wi-Fi service was so crappy. Yeah. Walk 20 feet that way, people. You will associate with a different AP, for the love of God. But everyone was clustered around the, the coffee bar. Of course. Uh, At least they had two uh, of them this year, so there was some dispersion. Yeah. But form an orderly queue for the barista. And Intelligentsia Coffee, they, they make it. a fine cup of coffee. I understand the draw, but when you're trying to get people to... Not stop bitching about the Wi-Fi, basically. Uh, spread out a bit. See, when they're filling, making their lattes and such, they needed to incorporate like a T-shirt cannon and like fire them <laughs> off into the Go crowd. Go get it! Yeah. Go get it! Fetch! Keep them, keep them dispersed. <laughs> that ain't right. Don't do drugs, yeah. So, can't complain. Ha! The, the, now I can, now I can welcome him. Um, the Barry Von Awesome has made it to the uh, emergency IRC room. And I can play his thing if I can find it. Silence! Yes, that's the one. Don't play his thing. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to see that kind of stuff. What? (laughs) Penis. That's the thing. It's been a while. That is the thing. I've got a present for you. Mm. (laughs) I love that. That was one of your drop-ins. I love that. So, joining us in the chat room is our producer, Nay IRC rep, the one and only Barry Von Awesome. All the usual uh, stipulations apply. Yep. Annoy him. <laughs> Annoy. Annoy him. <laughs> and that's at the end of the and stipulations. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, because of said uh, stupidity on my part regarding the uh, power supply. Power supply. Mm-hmm. 
I was I had unrealistically expected the one I had purchased from the manufacturer to arrive on Friday. Ah. So instead, I had to uh, hit the local Fry's Electronics on the way here, which is what has made us late to the air. So that one's on me, despite the fact that Grail is, uh, can't understand daylight saving time. Hey, I was here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were here. He was definitely here. Because I moved broadcast. Uh, That's right. I'm just, I'm just going to let that one go. <laughs> I, I lack the energy. It's been a long ass week. Yeah. You go out of town for 12 days, there's a couple of fires waiting for you when you oh, return. Oh, I'm still... Of course, and this is the time when my clients decide we're going to buy ten new workstations no just because, and we're, this other client's going to convert to Macintosh and get new workstations. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> so on one hand, I'm like, fantastic, billable hours coming out mm-hmm. of my ears. The other part of me is like, yeah, and you all chose the same damn week. Did you call each other? Did you send a memo? Right. It's <sighs> a good How thing. How can we annoy Gnomewise this week? Yes. We found a way. You know we're a club. I suspected. Yeah. Now I have confirmation. <laughs> so, I've been traveling the uh, the Great White North. Um, I was in the land north of the wall, the land of Boba Fetish. That's right. Ooh. The Boba Fetish. Were they and White Walkers? I ain't saying. I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the things about customs there. You, you sign some NDAs. Got right. <laughs> but, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Um... While I was out of town, I received a package to our P.O. box. Really? I want to make sure I get the give the uh, correct. So Siverian, uh, which is his name in Twitter, okay, sent me a little thing which I completely failed to get laundered and, and oh. wear here today. So it's it's pictorial debut. We'll have to wait until next week. Gotcha. Um, but he he had he had quietly asked me for my T-shirt size earlier in the month. And and then announced on Twitter that something has been dispatched. You should probably go check that out. And it's a lovely black T-shirt with kind of a stylized version of Boba Fett's helmet. Yeah. And it simply says, "I have a Boba Fetish." Nice. Cool. I will, there you go. I will endeavor to wear that frequently when broadcasting. Gonna say that's, <laughs> so, that's. It's not like they can see it. That's Phoenix Comic Con material right there. there. You, you damn, you yeah. damn skippy. That's <laughs> coming up. Uh, Before too much, roughly longer. Yes. Yep. I think, that's, I think that's actually our next thing, is it? Yeah, that's yeah. the next thing. And that's first week of June? I no, say? it's usually Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, they moved Memorial. it. Well, they, they move oh. it? It's okay. one week after now. Okay, then it'd be first week of June. Yeah. yeah. I made the same assumption and then looked closer. Someone corrected me. I'm like, oh, ah. no, it's not yeah. anymore. I haven't even looked. All I, I saw was like, yeah, you got your media passes. And I'm like, great. Yeah, yes. you're welcome. Um <laughs> Oh, so, and yeah. that the the power the three three of the original Power Rangers will not be there too. <laughs> I have the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> no, uh, I was never you know, Power Rangers was after my time, but I yeah. the seeds of that kind of thing are still part of my upbringing. All the early Japanimation type stuff and some of the 
more more the giant kaiju monsters, big big guy in rubber suit. Hmm. Uh, but the kid, the kid oh, yeah. friendly ones like the yeah, Gamera, Spectre the, Man. Yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, ult- they had the various Transfer flavors Z and, and yes. such. Yeah. Well, they were after my time too. It's just the kid watched them nonstop yeah. when he was little. So. No, I mean, so I, we, but Power I, we Rangers started when we were probably like high school. Time. Right, yeah, right yeah. around, and it's been I, going ever yeah. since. I think it's still yeah, happening. Like it then. started when it was. Too dumb for me to watch, basically. Yes. Yeah, like I was like, no, not gonna happen. This is really, I don't get this at all. But the kids have obviously loved it, and I saw the a great, love I it. saw a great comic the other day where it was like, go Power Rangers, and it was the White Ranger and Black Ranger, and the White Ranger's like, White Power, and the Black <laughs> Ranger's like, really, dude? <laughs> I'm standing right here, <laughs> and then you know, it's like blushing, right, White Ranger. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't exactly yeah. translate well. <laughs> oh, weird. Okay, so now it finally let me into the VTW. The VTW one. Yeah. So QuickNet is getting their uh, issues sorted. I am in both chat rooms. Oh, <sighs> this no. is insanity. Transdimensional. Wow. Reverse the polarity, the I neutron flow. Exist in multiple streams. Don't cross them. Don't cross them. Do not cross the no. streams. I'm kind of fuzzy on the whole good bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna give that another shot then, so I can see if I too can exist. I don't know. Uh, Barry's saying he keeps getting kicked out of the Alpha. Yeah, Geek I don't one. know what he's I talking about. I didn't get kicked just, out at all. But there I just we go. think it doesn't like him. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm also able to get into the proper VTW chat, so I think we can yeah. we can abandon ship yep. on the uh, the emergency one. Yeah. I can't get in. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gave the edict that people should annoy Barry, and obviously your IRC client decided, I got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Ignoring uh, now. But I digress. Uh, so, yeah, we're doing a show here or something or other. Yeah. I'm a little, you know, a little out of it. But somebody huh. did a, uh, a spreadsheet for us, so yeah. there will be discussion points. There is discussion and points things. and such. And stuff. So, you never told us what your... You usually come back with, like, this was my favorite TED active. I didn't get to see a whole ton of the talks this Aww. year. It was, it was fairly busy, and we're, we're going to yell at them and, and beg for a third uh, IT person next year because want more. Yeah. Really? I did get to see and made a very uh, big point of seeing Randall Monroe, who, the creator of XKCD, mm. the webcomic. Nice. He had a full TED talk this year. Cool. Uh, he, he focused on the... Um, the what ifs that he's been doing. He has people send him questions. Yeah. And so he went through the process on one of them. And it was what if someone pitched a baseball at nine tenths the speed of light huh. at a batter? What would happen? And he went through his process where he actually researched it. And yeah. <laughs> and the best part was he gets, he gets through the, the whole description and you know, referring yeah. to the comic that he actually posted. And basically. You know, it causes a, a thermonuclear reaction because really? it, it goes that fast. It, it basically, you, you set off a thermonuclear detonation. Wow. And it says, and based on, he cites three Major League Baseball rules yeah. specifically, this would be classified as batter hit by pitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a mushroom cloud in the graphic in the background. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It was, yeah, it was it was very funny. I wasn't sure, you know, all I knew was that he'd been invited to speak and didn't know what he was going to focus on, yeah. so that was a, a ton of fun. Yeah, cool. Um, there was a really uh, wildly cool technology one that was actually really moving as well on bionics. Mm. 
and it was the speech. The speech was given by a guy who has bionic limbs below his knees, who, okay. who founded this organization that he was speaking of and has been pioneering not just um, prosthetics, but true bionics, integration with the living organism. Hmm. And responsive limbs, so he's got you know actual interfaces with his nervous system and talking about where they're where they're headed with it, mm. but actually just designing better prosthetic limbs that are that better mimic the real. And he had his suit cut off at the knees so you could see you know his two yeah. bionic legs, and they were they were beautifully simply intricate. It yeah. was you you looked at it and said okay. That looks like it makes perfect sense, and I never would have come up with that design in a billion years hmm. because I'm not that smart. But he was, he was he was moving around the stage, you know, very naturally on his on his bionic feet. Um, he had lost his legs to frostbite, and it was showing pictures, you know, uh, yeah. decades ago where he originally affixed limbs. That became purpose specific. So he's like, I'm going to leverage this. Right. So I'm going to put these little, these tiny little feet on that come to a point so I can rock climb and I can wedge it in places yeah. where no human foot could ever go. And then he mm. had ones where he could adjust the height. So he ah. says, if I was feeling particularly uh, glum, I would make myself really tall on the show next to a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> You know, do wonders for my self-esteem. And if yes. I was feeling a little full of myself, I would ratchet myself and show them really short. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but they, so you basically you know, did a tour of the various different things they're they're trying to work with, where they're taking it beyond prosthetics and into bionics. Mm-hmm. And they had as a client one of the victims of the Boston bombings, who was a ballroom dancer. Oh. And had lost a leg below the knee. Mm. And brought her on stage for her premiere dance since getting her bionic limb. Oh, that's awesome. So it was her cool. her reintroduction as a as a competitive ballroom dancer with a bionic leg. Right. Very cool. Very and cool. it was like jaw droppingly holy crap and the whole the emotional sure. tie in of we've given you back your life mm. and with this really awesome technology and they were most important thing they were talking about was that they are later that week they were going to the various um, committees that approve things for Medicare and Medicaid and trying to get these things in as line items that are pe- things that people can get covered. Oh wow! Specifically, that's awesome. um, veterans. That's really good. If you're not on the approved list, doesn't matter how good your thing is. If right. you're not in the bureaucracy, nobody can have no your stuff unless it, they're yeah. unless they're ponying up the money themselves. So they were. The push was we want to get this approved so Medicare, Medicaid, and veterans can get these, and we stand ready to make them for them. We just need the bureaucracy to acknowledge us. That's awesome. So that one made an impression. Um, so we had Randall and XKCD and the uh, batter hit by pitch. Um, That's awesome. Bionic limbs. Um, there was one, as parents, this one was a very interesting one that, that talked about the, the really radically changed dynamic between children and parents in the last century, where pointing out where at the beginning of, this, of the last century, children were economic contributors to the family. You brought them in, they began working and contributing really early in life, and you, the reason you had kids was that because you needed somebody to work the farm, um, and went through the various decades and how it's now reversed where you bring kids in the room and they are a financial drain on you and they consume for a very long period of time and then leave and never give anything back. <laughs> and say, this is a pretty, you know, this is a, a way in which the, the family unit and the world and so our society has changed 
in the last you know, 80 to 100 years that you know, some of our societal expectations haven't caught up with. We have this idea of you know taking care of your elders um, that's gone by the wayside. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, you don't really think about it. Okay, and kids are taking more than they've ever taken before and not taking care of you and your infirmity. Even better. Yeah, it's like, wait a second. Thanks for everything. See ya. <laughs> Basically. Suck. Um, it was kind kids of a, suck. an interesting... I never really thought about that. Yeah. Came home, glared at my children. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> Leeches. But, was, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was uh, another one that kind of uh, hit close to home. Nice. Um, they had... A good one, I mean, very close to home for me because with the, uh, Nemesis being special needs autism, there was a really good talk about um, autism in some of the areas of research that they're mm, that's cool. close to fighting you know, the cause, root cause of some of the, the versions of autism because there's such a variety of possible ones. But it sure. Was, so good to know people are working on that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, so the usual wild, disparate uh, distribution of topics and and quality of uh, presentation, though generally speaking, they seemed to up their game this year. There were a lot fewer talks you walked away from going, meh. There was only, there was you know, merely okay. I think they were having people practice them in live via Skype this year, and vetting the ones that weren't ready for prime time instead, just kind of people taking people their word that they were ready. Oh. So they're they're trying to salt the. Uh, applications and, and only really let the ones through the, where they're ready to go. Okay. So we've got a much higher percentage of ones I think are likely to make it to the front page of TED.com because they were all pretty, pretty good. damn good. Even the, the only thing ones that you know I came away from feeling vanilla were ones that weren't, the topics weren't interesting to me, but they were well presented, whatever yeah. they mm. may be. So Which I think is That's good. what they shoot for, but I think they, they did a much better job of it uh, this year than previous years. Right on. Nice. That's Usual really cool. faith in humanity boost. Yeah. Uh, Usually completely needed exhausted. by about this time. <laughs> well, it's been weird because I had that extra yeah. at the TED Global last oh, year in Edinburgh. Right. So this felt like it was way too soon. Right. Because I normally have a full year between exposures and I had you know, about half a year. And like, uh, this feels kind of weird. I'm seeing you people again and it's a whole new place. And I'm really, really tired. And, and I had the weirdest hotel room. Okay. Um... They had remodeled this place, and with a focus on the bathroom. So it was a it was a very nice focus on the bathroom. <laughs> so stay okay, with stay okay. with me. I'm staying. Uh, it had a full kitchen, which was uh-huh. nice. So you walk in the hallway, you got the oven, stove, fridge, coffee maker, even a little dishwasher. It was great. And then off to the right, you had the recently remodeled bathroom with a nice standing shower with an, actually a shower head that was tall enough for me, which is a rare thing. Mm. And then you walk into the great room, and they have a big pedestal with the two-person Whirlpool hot tub on it. <laughs> Inside the bedroom, six inches from the bed. Huh. So you have Whirlpool, small gap, bed. Just roll right into uh, it. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And it's like, this. Awesome. one of these things is not like the others. <laughs> one of these things just doesn't belong. I, under, I understand they were retrofitting an older hotel, and I'm assuming the wall between the bathroom and the great room was probably a supporting wall, so they couldn't just knock uh, it out yeah. and extend the bathroom to encompass. Right. Or some design decision was made 
that if you want to get your freak on, right. and it should have to be a short distance to <laughs> le, le bed. Yeah. If you want to just be or, rolling. The and actually, I actually utilized one portion of it, which was the kickback with my aching feet in the whirlpool yeah. and crank up the most recent season of Archer that finally hit oh, cool. yes. uh, Netflix. And right, wa- right. I, I power watched that, and I power watched the last season of Clone Wars. Okay, cool. Um, from the comfort of my bubbling hot tub. Nice. Very cool. So I'm now merely back to being one season behind on Archer. Right. Um, <laughs> there were some funny. good ones. There we were actually, some good ones. This is one of the things I've been working a lot, so I haven't been able to catch up on a lot of things. In fact, I'm still still trying to get through Shadowrun um, on my Surface, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> Touchscreen, by the way. Best way to go on that Shadowrun game. <laughs> Can't even tell you. Um, you just did. It's yeah. so great. But so we've been trying to watch all the shows. We're behind yeah. like a million shows, but Archer is the one that we. Yeah, we've made sure on. we stayed current on that. We've stayed current on Agents of Shield, uh-huh. and we just have started. I wish it would, like, like give us more than one episode at a time. Yeah, I know it's, it's been very easy. Annoying. Yeah, it's been pretty easy to keep up on that one. And then the uh, like, but um, almost human right now is what we're kind of working, working our way towards, through. Yeah. Um, which. I don't know if you heard the news about that. It's in limbo, I thought, or is it? Well, it's one of the ones they said is a little bit on the bubble, but they also said that Fox did their normal thing and screwed with the episode order. And so the reason why you're finding that he suddenly got really interested again in catch, you know, figuring out his memories and stuff this far into the season is because that was actually episode three or four. Oh, son of a bitch. And <laughs> then why he suddenly lost it and they were kind of just doing these one-off episodes were all actually like later in the series. And so they actually showed the order. The pilot was first and then it gets starts getting jumbled again and it kind of makes it a little confusing. They it's have like, learned nothing. No, it was, it was again, it was like, why? And they had gotten to the point, him and his partner had gotten to the point where they were like really, really close. Like yeah. really close. And then it and all the vanished. And then it kind of gets kinda weird. Like yeah, they get not so odd. close again. Because yeah. the, the episodes are... Because it's the wrong order. order. Yeah. <laughs> so again... Oh, I knew it. You know, I, it's one of those like, oh my God, I don't want to invest myself in this show because show. Fox is making sure they're doing everything in their power to... <sighs> help it not succeed so that's kind of frustrating but i mean overall it's still been enjoyable to watch at least and yeah. and the, everything i've read like they even had think like of how much more compelling and better oh, yeah. it would have been yeah, if it would have been if it had built would have made correct sense order. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's all it's I the same thing for. they did to dresden dresden was right. also a little disjointed yep. and yeah. you were like wait wasn't oh yeah. what Okay. That was Sifi that screwed that one yeah. up. But, uh, um, so, you know, there's that. Like, Being Human's still been really good, and we cut about halfway up on that one. Mm-hmm. So we have some of those to go through, and Arrow's oh. the other one we Arrow's haven't watched. Arrow's the other one, yeah. Is uh, Barry still Barry, or has he become Flash yet? Uh, I have not. We haven't watched it since the episode, the two-parter, where basically Barry be, gets has the accident to okay. become Flash. I knew they were, the origin story was going to be in there. Seen Flash? Yet. They've been showing off yeah. his costume. Yeah, I saw pictures of it and was kind of like, oh, I don't know about this. I mean, you don't get more spandex than Flash. No, well, I mean, no, yeah, he's com- comic book a, wise, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's wearing a body sock. Yeah, right. pretty he's, much. He's wearing a morph suit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and That's right. So I don't, you know, I don't envy them the challenge of translating that to a real costume that a person's going to wear on a ca- in front of a camera. Right. So, but again, I, I the headpiece that they showed, you know, the cowl looked yeah. very faithful. Yep. 
Um, the, the body shot, not very well lit, and he's bent at kind of a weird angle. Right. Until I see someone moving in the costume, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, but yeah. We'll have to see. We'll see. But the... Um, yes, Barry VA, we know, mm-hmm. but you're not Barry Allen. Um, and I, I agree with what True just said. I thought the original Flash they did, which I forget what the name of it was, but yeah, that, that suit worked pretty well. Yeah, they had, they felt the need to give him the fake six-pack yeah. through the suit. Hey, man, when you're fast, you have abs. Well, and they explained <laughs> the way... I'm impressed he has it, any muscle. Right. No, his, his metabolism was greatly yeah. accelerated, and yeah. the suit... Looking the way it did is was it was this you know a high tech frictionless right. material right yeah they explained why he wore why it looked suit. the way it did. yeah like, yeah eh, because the your clothes would be ripped off you were burst into flames right yeah. moving it is totally get it yep. uh, just the, the 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 muscle cut into it was always a bit much for me yeah <laughs> um, well I mean you figure if you gotta wear this stupid suit you might, you might as well look, look good, good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly I make this look good hey. Um, Anyone who has like abs right. painted on me, right, right, <laughs> I mean, right, come right, on. Right. So here, uh, for looking at the suit that they're doing, they've gone more with the armored look. With yeah. The, you know, the, the the armor pectoral muscles. Right. Without right. the attendant six pack. Yes. Um, but uh, back to Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're up to date on that one. Yeah. Yes. So you can, right? You're all the way through Yes Men, right? Up through Lorelai's storyline. Who's Lorelai? Asgardian? Lorelai's the oh, Asgardian. yeah, yeah. We're through that one. Okay, yeah. so you are definitely yeah. up to date. Um, <laughs> so what they've actually... I was trying to think of the cast members. I'm like, which one's named Lorelai? <laughs> this, this was their first real right. movie time. Naya movie Other Naya. than them cleaning up after Thor 2. Right. Or the yeah. little quick cameo by Samuel L. Yeah. Samuel L. and Kobe Smulders early in the right. series. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but they had their, their, you know, Jamie Alexander guest starring for the whole mm-hmm. episode as yeah. Sif. Yeah, um, and it was a good episode. It was a good episode. Uh, I just, I don't know. I think the girl they got to play, Lorelai. Lorelai. She 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 didn't seem badass enough to me. Ah. Uh, you know. No, she was. Right, like Sith is like. Yeah. Badass. You said Sith. I'm sorry. Sith. The Sith, Sith are badass. Sith. Sith are badass. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, that too. Yes. Only Sith, two there are. Though, but you know, she is, she plays the warrior yeah. much more so. Yeah. And the, the uh, they definitely threw in the line of making sure Coulson, you know, she was surprised to see Coulson alive. Right. And made sure that he said, don't tell Thor. Mm-hmm. Right. So that they can reintroduce him probably in Avengers 2 in a dramatic way. And everyone will be, <gasps> it's probably. Phil. Yeah. Um, so maintain the fiction that none of the uh, peop- other people we know from the movie universe you know, know that he's back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm guessing yeah, they're probably saving that for a movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, for sure. but they for they sure. definitely they but they still wanted to have their cake and eat it too. Sure. They wanted their crossover character. Right. But they also wanted to maintain and Really that's a I mean it's it's an artificial way of limiting it, but right. at the same time They went to great trouble to put it in there so that it's like shouting, We want to keep this a secret right. for everybody. Right. Well, I mean I think but it's also their way of saying why doesn't Captain America or Iron Man why show up every Dude, episode. you're alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just, you know, show up more and because uh, obviously they probably don't want to pay millions to have somebody show up for thirty seconds. Precisely. So it's an easy way for them in the story to not Here's why people aren't knocking on the door. But at the same time, I think it, it, unfortunately, they need to do more of what they did with uh, this crossover and get some of these ancillary characters Mm -hmm. in there to make it a little bit more grounded in the universe. Well, in the IRC, Barry VA mentions that they have cast uh, the cellist from Portland. They're using Amy Acker. Oh, cool. Ah. Um, Fred from Angel. 
a normal Whedon. Go to Whedon. When are they yeah. not going to show up? Right, okay? right. Why haven't we had a Nathan Fillion cameo yet? Exactly. Is what I know. And I'm sure Eliza will be on there yeah, soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like her, though. Yeah. She would have been good. She can play. Yeah, as Lorelai. Yeah. Lorelai, yeah. That would yeah. interesting. She can play a good, bad character. Yep. Yeah, but but has all all the attendant curves required right. for a, a you know female temptress style exactly. character sexy like Lorelai was. Yeah. yeah, and she's more like of a I will eat your heart out sexy person right. than like oh yes. I will love you forever. You I will know? eat your heart out and you'll you'll thank me you'll, for yes, it. Yes, exactly. Because that's how that character rolls. <sighs> um, and they've they've strung the mystery of Coulson along. Mm-hmm. Um, all we know is. Blue alien-looking critter is the source of right. the magic juice. What brought him? And now, um, the and now hacker. it's not so magical. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a magical place. Yeah, I, no love that I love that line. That was so I was Tahiti. It, it sucked. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but people are speculating that oh, blue-skinned alien—they're writing the Kree into the universe. That makes Possibly. sense. Possibly. Mm-hmm. But it's fun when he was—he was kind of quizzing. Sif. So how many of the uh, yeah. Yeah, there are, you know, uh, blue? Right. He gives like nine examples amongst yeah. them, the Kree. Right. Um, but there, you know, people are fans of Captain Marvel are saying, oh, Kree, they're going to do the Captain Marvel story. Yay. Who knows? Yeah. They have tons of options. All they know is, is, is blue blue critter. What is it? Oh, that is <laughs> local wildlife. Yes. Fierce guard dog. Radio, no radio. I'm drinking my nom, water. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and letting you know I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, I mean, true in the IRC thing. It's got to be a Cree. Well, they had to be scrolls in the Avengers film. It turns out they didn't do scrolls. Right. And yeah. now they have since learned, yeah, the rights on the scroll name are kind of tied up and fuzzy with the Fantastic Four yeah. franchise. So we went with the Ultimates version of the the scrolls, which were the Chitari, but they're not those Chitari, they're the movie universe Chitari. And could we possibly make this more complicated for you? They were the generic cannon fodder bad guys that we needed. Exactly. Um, but we'll see later in the year. Maybe we've got uh, Winter Soldier coming. Yeah. Very soon. Which mm-hmm. looks oh, looks so really good. good. Definitely is looks my badass. my most interested in movie for the summer so far yeah. uh, with X the new X-Men being oh, up yeah. there too but oh, yeah. they did another Absolutely. another Days of Future Past yeah. uh, trailer I haven't seen the new one um, we get to see they're definitely doing the Sentinel Primes cool so a la Nimrod but done with modern right. CGI techniques um, so you get to see as a flash back and forth in the timeline in the uh, preview you get to see the original Sentinels yeah clunky robotic and then what they eventually evolve into, the unstoppable, Borg-like, um, made-from-millions-of-nanomachine you know, style unstoppable mutant-killing machines. That's so cool. So this has the potential to be a really good story. Yep. Um, as long as they can keep, you know, not, not alienate a lot of viewers with a hard-to-follow time travel. It's pretty simple, though. Yeah, it's not going a, back to change important things in the past. Right, yeah. right. I think then they're both mostly going to focus the, the story in the past. It, I would suspect. Yeah. Um, with flashes to, I don't know if they're going to do the 
multiple timeline changes during the course of the movie where they go back, think they solve it, go forwards, or, oh, this didn't turn out, go again, do it again. I hope they don't do that. That always gets confusing. It can. Uh, or that they just do the one, one thing. The one, just go back. One freaking thing. But but the way they change it is problematic, which makes for this, you know, the, the mm-hmm. conflict in the movie, but they exactly. actually get around to doing it in an unexpected and exciting way and flash forward to sunshine, rainbows, kittens in the future and no sentinels. But Peter Dinklage. Yeah. With a 70s mustache. Yeah. In a. It's just all suit. the actors they got for <laughs> yeah. that movie. All so, the actors. The, are great. the latest uh, trailer for that one upped, upped my interest level. Yeah. I was like, I was, I was, it, it conned dubious before. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I see, you know, the elements are here. You know, he's swapping out Kitty Pride for Wolverine because it's got to be the Wolverine and, and Professor X show or it's not a Fox movie. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, instead of Kitty being the time travel agent, it's going to be Wolvie. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Hugh Jackman's probably like, do you know how much I had to work out for this last movie? We're making use of this. Yeah. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> Probably, right? Yeah. I've seen some comparisons of him through the movies from yeah. X... To X2, to Origins, right. to, the, to Wolverine, the Wolverine, and he is only getting more impressively yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he and said that the older he gets. in the interview that he had for the Wolverine, he said this is the first time he felt like he was the right size to play Wolverine, Boom. and he was huge, huge in that and film. and cut and unbelievable. Just yeah. unbelievable. And, and he's, he was decently, he was fine in the other ones, but this is the first time where, like, the first time he took his shirt off, you're like, holy <laughs> Christ. Yeah. I am the That's berserker from the comics. 300 type yeah. in, and, yeah. in fit. And when you look, I mean, Kitty... <laughs> Okay, she's an okay. But they, they haven't developed well, she, her. She would be a completely but, new character. Yeah. Well, no, still, they still but have what's her name? Even Juno in the comic books, it. I they, they do. But it's but it, they it's, haven't spent a lot of time. It's, yeah, it's it's you have a known quantity. If you're throwing Wolverine in there, you know that you're going to get an audience just off right, of that. Right, show up. Yeah. Yeah. even if they're not a comic shirt book uh, audience. Exactly. Yeah, yeah for sure. So. Oh well, yeah, duh. So. Yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, it looks great. Hope, hope springs and turtles. I haven't turtles seen it. We'll have to see it maybe during the break. Even The Amazing Spider-Man's gotten enough interest for me that I'm like, I'll see it. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, really, right now, I'm going to go see it because I really think they did a good job for Electro. Uh, Jamie Foxx yeah. looks pretty impressive as Electro. This, the couple combat scenes they've shown with their, their idea for how Electro is essentially, yeah. he is electricity. Right. And so he is just... Instantaneously, instantaneously, moving. almost in two places at once, right. and it's it's a little hard to track. I'm afraid that I'm a, my fear is that the fight scenes will be too chaotic. difficult, too chaotic, too difficult yeah. to follow. Mm. And Maybe. in reality, if you had a creature that could move like that, yeah. probably how it would you be. couldn't exactly follow the action because well, speed of light. Right. Exactly. Here, right. gone. Here, gone. Here, gone. You're dead. But what? Yeah. Yeah. What just happened? Right. But. Okay. Which I think then lends itself. He may be a really impressive bad guy then, if yeah. he, especially if he can, but you know yeah. not fighting Spider-Man, but obviously when they're showing off him picking on poor mortals, I right. mean, that should be pretty impressive. And then stuff. they've done the trope of you know he's he's the the, the nerdy ignored guy who yeah. gets power. Right, right. Uh, it's always the nerdy ignored guy. Who seriously, gets power. don't ignore your nerds. And, well, really, don't ignore your nerds. <laughs> <laughs> what's interesting is they they the clips they've shown of, of the James Garfield interacting with him is he's not ignoring. He's actually saying you're my guy. Yeah. You're my guy and, right. and and I know who you are. Yeah. So it's not like the I mean, like the the guy you've been a dick to coming back right. and say, "Yeah, who's the dick now?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see. 
Um, that one just seems. I, mean, I, I have fears about vic, uh, villain bloat on that one. There is a little bit of villain bloat going on, but because we'll we, we, they've they've shown Green Goblins in there, they've Green shown yeah. Goblin, yeah, yeah. Rhinos in there, yeah, Electro, and then they've already we've, made we've, references to a bunch seen, of other we've villains. We've seen the, the, the wings vulture, of the Vulture. We've yeah. seen Doc Ock's arms, right. mm-hmm. yeah. but we don't know if they mm-hmm. can actually come into play. I'm the Sinister Six not. are kind of represented there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was we'll a, yeah, that was good. We saw that. When did we see? Oh, when we went well, to see Divergent. Divergent. Yeah, that's right. It was pretty good. Really? Yeah. It, it, you're not 13. It was no, like I it mean, it was it was a little teenier than the Hunger Games, but not much. Okay. And it had that same vibe to it for the violence and action. So the action was good. It was pretty good. It just the ending was. I mean, it's the same ending as the book if you've read the book, but it's it's still I, the ending it's in the book like is dumb anyway. One, so yeah. to me, it just it looked like Twilight meets Equilibrium. Definitely uh, not, not Twilight. Twilighty. Good, thank you. There was God. actually yeah. good actors in this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The I mean, acting was pretty good. Yeah. Actually. Okay. <laughs> the main guy was a good actor, and uh-huh. they had some other good supporting. So, hey. Yeah, they had some great supporting characters. Excellent. So yeah, not a bad movie overall. It just, like I said, we get, we came up with some good. Uh, it it had a very good, converse, We had a very good conversation afterwards. Yeah. I thought about that movie. Yeah. See, that's good. that's a good sign, a sign of, a yeah. good, of a good movie. I think is if it, if it inspires conversation. Yeah. Uh, the most it, important it, thing though is if Chicago ever suffers a catastrophic war, the L still runs. The L still runs. Yes, that's absolutely. Right. Everything Always. nothing else runs, but the L still runs. Post-apocalyptic wasteland. Let's so, still get on the L station. Absolutely. And, still and going. Trains are running. Yep. So, what is this Germany? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's on the train. It's on the train. So conveniently, this is top of the hour, so we went a little long and it's back on track. So we will take a little break. Sure. Uh, We shall return. We we, the triumphant return after a short hiatus of Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com, brought to you for, brought you by and on uh, Doghouse Systems Gaming Laptop. it's not their fault at all that I left the power supply in Canada, <laughs> and thankfully they weren't they weren't so damn proprietary that I couldn't go get the generic uh, high wattage replacement and get us on the air. Uh, so I can hardly blame them for my power supply stupidity. Um, check them out on the web, doghousesystems.com. They make fine, high-end, but affordable uh, gaming rigs, both for uh, portability and high-powered desktops. And we are very happy to have them as a sponsor. We shall return. This is Dills from The Instance and The Angry Chicken, and you are listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Robert C. Baker died on a Monday. We all know his work, although few knew his name. A Cornell professor who taught poultry science. Forever enshrined in the Poultry Hall of Fame 84 years worth of food innovation Chicken dogs, turkey dogs, and turkey ham Beyond them all stands Baker's greatest creation For Baker begat chicken nuggets for man Nugget Man came our way. Robert C. 
invented a way to get breading to adhere much better to raw chicken meat. His new method led fast food chains in the 80s to develop and market a new bite-sized snack food made from mechanically recovered meat and anti-foaming products reconstituted meat slurry and extra chicken skin for its binding properties. The burgers is morning with Popeye. The colonel has arranged a 21-gun salute. The churches are silent but for Wendy's weeping. And Ronald has hung up his big yellow clown suit. Robert C. Baker's last will was specific that his bones be removed and he be ground up real fine and to place his remains into small cardboard coffins and bury the pieces six at a time In a gaming world. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. It's Geeks in a Gaming World. Yeah. And there's news. Oh, there is internet shattering news from the week gone past. The acquisition by Facebook. Right. Yep. Of Oculus VR. For the low, low price of $2 billion. Sell out! Sell out! Oh, God! Where's my cut for kickstarting? Uh, wine, wine, bitch. Com- um, guys, that's not how it works. Right. Yeah, really. <laughs> you didn't buy stock <laughs> exactly. in the company. <laughs> you went, that's cool. I'd like to make that happen. Yeah. Here's some money. Here's the some money. wailing and gnashing of teeth this week has been the thing to behold. Yeah, it was an interesting, and this wasn't just the internet. This was folks like Notch, the creator of Minecraft, saying, I'm not going to make Minecraft for the Oculus anymore. Yeah, I'm out. And, and his, his re- stated reason was because, quote, Facebook creeps me out. Right. End quote. Right. Really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was, you know, he basically said he didn't have any, didn't have any faith or trust really in Facebook as, as a company as a company so he wasn't sure what they would do so he but he's felt pretty sure whatever they do it's not going to be yeah. in not the best be interest why doesn't he just wait and see what they're going to do and that's effectively then. what he's doing he's using, right. I'm not going to bother putting resources in now until I see where the hell this is going 
And okay. the, the point has been made repeatedly. You what know, do you think Facebook is going to do with VR technology? I nobody mean, knows. Facebook like is looking... 3D banner ads. I, know, I mean, seriously. That's like, what everybody what? said. 3D ads. <laughs> no, c- c- <laughs> <laughs> Control-Alt-Delete had a great take on it. Yeah. Buck- Buckley had a cartoon where a guy's you know, putting out his... Flashed him in his, in his, like his Tron-style outfit. Uh-huh. And he's like shooting people under, running at him, saying, Play play Farmville with me! Right. Ah, play Candy Crush Saga with me! And then it turns around, there's a giant woman there holding a picture... Like this picker of my children, validate me. He's like, oh God, my fu gun is out of ammo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's an interesting thing that happened because it's on one hand you do have the purity like of the company, like you know I invested, I wanted to see this grow up, and but you didn't invest the thing. You kickstarted, right? Right, kick but started. still, I, was, I invested emotionally in. Let's right. call it that way. Yes. So I'm, I'm backing the little I, guy. I kind of get that, but then I really like the quote from Tycho on Penny Arcade, who's like. I couldn't turn down two billion dollars, and there's probably very few people out there. Exactly. So, as the if I was the owner of Oculus Rift and Mark Zuckerberg came to me and said, "I'm going to pay you two billion dollars for your company and let and give you tons of resources to continue developing your idea," I don't know how you could say no. I, I mean, to me, that's like, and you know, that's why it only took a night for it to happen. Right. This, yeah. this really went down really fast. You almost I mean, get the sense that maybe he called him up and he's like, "Hey, I want to buy your company." And they went, "Oh yeah, sure, two billion dollars." He's like. Okay, I'll draw that paperwork up, and he's like, "What? What, oh, what, uh, what just happened?" Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Company meeting. Company that's, meeting, guys. That's crazy. <laughs> Gather around. That, the amount of money that is is just—it's uh, it, hard to comprehend. And it's really the the fuss and bother is largely because it's Facebook. Yeah. And people yeah. love to hate on Facebook. The, the best right. example I've seen put out there: Scott Johnson and company said, "Substitute Valve." for Facebook in this equation. And people would be like, oh, that's so awesome. Oh, cool. Valve, Valve bought Oculus VR. Sure. Woohoo, yay, yay. And instead, it's Facebook bought it. It's just, just because it's Facebook and people love to hate on Facebook. And Facebook has done some pretty evil things right. in their history right. with people's privacy or lack thereof. Yeah, um, I mean, Valve has got a good... But, I mean, speaking about Valve, so the actual article we used was the quote, because John Carmack, who right. is their uh, technology vice president or director or whatever, right. chief technology officer, I'm sorry, that's of, what he is. It's of, software fame. For, yeah, and, of course, of id, but he actually went and worked... Uh, for Oculus Rift, right. and he actually said he didn't know about it. He wasn't involved in the buyout or anything like I'm that. I'm still going to work. But he kind of mentions he goes in there and he says he knows. I know a lot of people were looking for the the company that's doing the Oculus Rift to take the route of Valve and build it up and you know basically say no to corporate interests and just do it themselves. However, he goes, you know, it's a lot of credit to Valve for sticking to it, but they had to go through a long period where a lot of people didn't believe in what they were doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And instead, it goes VR is so game changing when you see right. it. He says mm-hmm. the ex- VR will not be like that. Where, right. But Valve had the the cuz nobody was competing with Valve right. they at that the, time. Right. They had the room to themselves yeah. because everyone thought they were freaking nuts. And then mm-hmm. now everyone's trying to jump on board. VR, he says, is not going to be like that. It is too obviously, um, let's see, where did it go? I lost my spot. Too obviously powerful. Right. And it makes converts on contact. So uh, once you experience it, you are a total convert. Because you're like, oh, yeah, VR. I remember those stupid headsets you know, from the 90s. And then you put an Oculus Rift on right. for a demo, and you're like, holy crap. Oh, yeah. When can I buy right. one of these? Right. 
So it's 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 not the same animal as yeah. Valve. And there's already been many reports that Razer's looking into something like that. Razer has and Microsoft. Sony, Sony has and theirs. Sony and our, Sony's announced theirs. Right. And Microsoft has shown that there's design, and Razer's basically done everything but announce theirs. Right. They basically said, "Hey, Nudge, maybe you'd like to make a VR one. Come on, there over. might be a headset that we're gonna put out like that. Uh-huh. You know, that type of stuff." So, um, but it was it was for me it became more interesting just to see the wailing and gnashing sure. of teeth and the back and forth about it because it, it's business yeah and a, a really good offer was made and accepted and on so many levels it makes po- perfect sense because facebook is looking for their long-term survivability because they're on the cusp of becoming the next myspace because they they see the writing on the roll where people are outgrowing social networks mm. and there will become a there will come a tipping point where they will start hemorrhaging users from Facebook in large numbers sure. quickly, where it suddenly becomes the cool thing to do to get off Facebook. Oh, yeah. And they want to be in there, whatever their next business is going to be, before that happens. That's just good business. That's like what Netflix did, developing their streaming service while their disc rental service was going strong. Yeah. They invented their own replacement. Mm-hmm. Facebook's trying to do that same thing. We want to be powerfully in whatever we're going to do next before what we're doing now collapses, right. as it inevitably is going to. Right. So... This is one of probably many business initiatives. Well, th- that and I on. think not only just being in the next thing, but I think also for Facebook, they're probably sitting around going, we are sitting on large piles of cash. Yeah, what are we, we going to do with this? We need to start investing yeah. in right. some other stuff. Whether or not it's their future for their business or just something to diversify, right. It's it makes sense. And they said, wow, everybody's talking about Oculus Rift as the next big thing. And then they probably saw let's it themselves and were converts. Yeah, and said, okay, we, we need to own this. Jump in there. So, I mean... I look at it like, let's see what happens. I'm, I hope that their involvement is minimal, that they're going to fund it, that they're going to get to the point where it's very high quality at a very reasonable price point, and it's used for gaming and it becomes kind of a standard out there. I think they have a lot of, of good things that come for it. Now, if they try to maneuver it towards something else, then you know I think there'll be other options. So I'm not. But there's worried. other areas it might. Fit, but if we're looking for something right. mainstream, we we want it to be games or home entertainment of some kind. So speaking of games, yep. mm-hmm. here's your chance. Sell me on Reaper of Souls. This, oh, I, yeah. actually, um, Barry VA is going to call in later and talk about it because he actually bought it. I use the Reaper of Souls though as a chance just to talk about Diablo three in general. Well, everything <laughs> I'm reading and hearing about is that. Oh, finally, they've released Diablo 3. Basically, the pat, just the patch alone before. they did right before Reapers of Soul, because I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. Because I did, I jumped over, I was playing Path of Exiles. It's a lot of fun, and they do some amazing things with character development in that game. The only issue I had with Path of Exile is they have a desyncing issue, where certain skills, that especially ones that move you around the screen really fast, you lose synchronization with the server, and suddenly you get warped back into another location. That's no fun. And you're getting crushed by monsters, and that's Uh-oh. not cool. So other than that, it was really it's really good. If they fix it, I'll definitely play it a lot more. So I was kind of in my you know ARGP jonesing mode, and I was looking at the Reaper's Souls and stuff. I said, Hey, All the right, patch is dropped. I'm gonna reinstall Diablo three, and we'll see what happens. And yeah, it is like this is the game I wanted at the beginning. I when I keep it hearing people say that, it this is, is what exactly I want. Exactly what I uh, pretty close. The only thing that I still struggle with is the fact you can change around all your character skill at any time on one hand I understand why they did it because really it's the same thing as having a respect 
potion mm-hmm. or right. making a new character. So they just simplify that. On the other hand, it feels a little weird that at any time I can do that. However, they have added now when you hit max level you still level up and you get paragon levels where you do actually yeah. put points in and you can and customize And they also your have character. adventure mode where that's basically... That's in Reaper's of Souls. Right, that's, so that's in Reaper's Souls. That's not in the patch. After but you yeah, finish Act 5. Yeah, then it's no longer you have to go through the campaign linearly. Now you just jump in and you can play different quests and do different scenes and they'll actually bring monsters from different acts together. Well, the other thing is and, once you get one character through it, you can take another character right. and start doing that stuff and you immediately. Don't need to, yeah, once you've completed all five acts, none of your characters anymore have to go have through to the campaign. Have to go through linear anymore. You can play with somebody if you want to that way and you can jump around the camp already... <laughs> It's like they've salted some of the yeah. better bits of MMO into it. And the the biggest change is the loot, for sure. And this is something they introduced with the console version. Right. And now and they've they now refined it. And loot, loot 2.0. It they're makes it. perfect sense. You basically, number one, it's no longer trying to fit all your crap in your inventory. Everything either takes one block or two blocks. And literally, you oh, go. Oh, you don't have to play Tetris with inventory anymore. You go back and. You, that was that was the from Diablo One, yeah, right, right. Know, right? And it's been even Path of Exile had that feature to it, where mm-hmm. you're like trying to fit all your crap. I, I could hear the air quotes feature, feature, feature. I mean, once you don't have that in the game, you're like, oh god, this is so much nicer. Because really, and the drops don't happen that often. So usually, when something it's, drops, it's an occasion. It's worth picking up. Now, whether or not it's an upgrade, it's very easy now to check if it's an upgrade, or at least worthy your consideration. You no longer need a, a manual yeah. and a spreadsheet. Is this an upgrade? Great for my class and spec. It's, I don't know, man. It takes me about five seconds to mouse over several things, and if something is all green, I know that's most likely an upgrade. If it's a mix, that's the ones I might actually glance at a little more at some auxiliary stats. How, but it basically says, style? does it do more damage? Does it do more toughness? Does it give you more healing? Equip. That's that's <laughs> basically the three major categories. And usually you end up going back to town now God, once maybe a half hour to sell you. If you're not forced to go there through the questing or right. whatever you're doing, you go back and you can. It's pretty easy, and you make the decision: Do I want to make money? Do I want to get crafting material? And you can kind of balance your stuff off that way. Uh, you I know, think I'm going to go for it. I'm going to buy. There. I played the demo of Diablo yeah. three and never went any further. I'll buy it and. See if I can get my ARPG on. It's really nice. They changed the like. You no longer nice. are fighting just gigantic packs of monsters anymore. That all. Now my gaming rig has power supply again. You know I can yeah. actually take this on. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's been really good. So. I played and my characters were luckily still there. So I, I haven't, like I said, I haven't picked up Reaper of Souls, but been playing through because Aridin never played through it. So he's playing on Dax's account at the moment. Because Dax is and too lazy. Just going Shadow through Run. the campaign with him because he's ever actually seen the campaign. So it's it's been really well done. But yeah, everything about Reapers of Souls basically said, you know, the campaign portion of it. They're like, it's good. It's it's a nice. It's a pretty fast act. However, the new class, the Crusader class, apparently is pretty fun. Uh, the adventure mode is a huge selling point for it. They've also added... They, they put in a proper end game, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, and they they added a person to allow you to re-roll stats on. So if you get a piece of item that you like the look of it, but you don't like the stats, you can actually go and have this person re-roll the Re- stats. Or it's still random, but it, yeah. might, it might land where so you want you it to. you can, you know, try to appease the RNG gods and see if you can get something that you like better. Should have got a live chicken. Yeah, I think it also allows you maybe to copy the look onto another item. But nonetheless, I mean, there's some, some ideas there's some neat things there. They put in clans now and guilds, so you can do chatting not just with one-to-one to friends. You can actually group together that way. It's been a busy time now. for Blizzard because they, they also did their alpha 
for uh, Heroes of the Storm. Right. Which uh, n- none of us have access to that I'm aware nope. of. Nope. No. Tribe. That one's interesting. I don't know. That's... I, I mean, I'm, have, I'm, I'm sure. Ju- I just get my ARPG on. I'm, I'm yeah. far, far away from MOBA at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and that may be, you know, them just trying to get a little slice of the pie. I don't know. That's coming to the party a little late, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's, uh, that's what m- most people look and say. Oh, that's interesting, and, and it you know, has attraction because these are these are beloved characters. Sure. Um, but but, but now my yeah. my. League of Legends is over here. Yeah. And, it's and all of those are now beloved characters. They've yeah. had yeah. enough time where yeah. now I think they they're are. quite as beloved because they've, re- they've released 10 hundred million of them. Well, but but they're, 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 they're favorites. There's, there's a couple, though, that I know people know very, very yeah, well. Yeah, Timo. Everybody knows Timo. Exactly. Little so now bastard. those are becoming, you know, it's been long enough where now those characters have become yeah. beloved characters. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I can see the, like I said, I, yeah, the, attraction the attraction of WoW is there. cute. But, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll see. I think, I think, yeah, just picking because I think you can get the base Diablo three now on the cheap. It's like twenty yeah. bucks. Like or I've so. been watching the sales, and so uh, usually, or I've seen it go on sale. They'll, for they'll be getting my money before too yeah. much awfully longer it's, here. I think it's a lot of fun. It's it's well well done. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Worth, worth the time. Now we have uh, which which one do you want to hit the. Uh, Titanfall matchmaking or the uh, Borderlands? Well, we can talk Titanfall matchmaking. The reason I threw that on there is because I now have to disclose I have an Xbox One. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Full disclosure, people. Yeah. I can see the box right there. Yep. Yeah. And it's the Titanfall special edition, That's no less. That's right. Yes, so, yes. Uh, Probably soon to be two Xbox Ones. Yep. And now that you've experienced three, because yeah, Xbox we can't one. share. Yes, we have no sharing capabilities. Uh, but this one actually... Does not play well with others. This one was born of quite a few traded in uh, games and a couple of the Xboxes got traded in. Mm-hmm. And so it ended up being pretty dang reasonable price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We had that many games. Yeah, we had that many <laughs> Oh, believe me, I find that completely easy to believe. <laughs> to trade in. Uh, so, yeah, I got Titanfall. Uh, Titanfall itself is great. It's definitely the evolution, finally, of the Call of Duty type uh, first-person shooter where you just have an insane amount of stuff that you can do both as your pilot and then when you call down the big honking robot. Yeah, I mean, the impression I get is you're in Mirror's Edge mode when you're a pilot. So there's some parkour Somewhat, to it, yeah. mm-hmm. first-person shooter, and you and then you get a weight. There's some great cartoons over into there. Wait, why don't we just wait in here until until the Titan is ready and then go down to it? Huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Flash to the headline. Genius General wins battle with simple change. Right, right. <laughs> um, but, yeah. The, because the, if you're waiting in there, then they're waiting for theirs as right. well. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. So, it's, I mean, graphically, it's great. Uh, Plus, you, know, you don't get to see all the cool stuff running up walls and stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I, underst- I yeah. completely yeah. understand is, yeah. the, why it's designed the way it is, because they wanted to force a variety of gameplay, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't yep. simply be... Mech Warrior, exactly. Right. Mech Warrior or Call of Duty, Mech Assault, and really yeah. they they blended the two modes to where it's really becomes an interesting fight when you're running around, going into stealth mode, fighting, and not only that, but you have each side has a bunch of bots on their side as well. So you always pretty much have something around you that you need to that's, shoot, that's trying to kill you. So and but in the middle of that, suddenly you have a big honking robots coming through fighting as well. So it's a great looking game. Uh, matchmaking definitely is the one work. area where it was suffering mainly because the match. 
matchmaking was based on ping, not skill. So oh. you ended up like I my first matchmaking game, I was in there with like level fifties and I'm like level one. <laughs> like, hi guys. Squish. Yeah. So it was interesting. Uh so hopefully they're gonna clean that up and actually get a little bit more of like ranked people, like stats people together. Yeah, uh, they which say, would help. They were saying here that uh rather than Playing against the same opponents over and over, the game yeah. will periodically split the teams apart and search for new opponents for each team. That'd be nice. Deliberately shaking it up because you'll know, they'll find a match. The numbers say you match, and you've got good ping to each other. So why not leave together? It's like, well, because that gets boring. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you might be getting trolled. Over or and there's over. one team that stomps the crap out of right. the other, which is basically Routinely. what happens in Battlefield all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It's so that's uh, good to see. I mean, I'm I'm happy that they're really looking at improvements. I know on the PC side they're also doing a lot of anti-cheat stuff. Uh, but yeah, cheating on I consoles? No. no, PC, oh, PC, PC. Yeah, that's random. that's that's a given. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, consoles, you have to actually work at it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Otherwise, the the one has done everything as advertised. The feeding of the cable feed through the one has been quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the ability to move stuff around, uh, having a League of Legends Twitch, you know, game going in the corner while I'm playing Titanfall has been pretty sweet. Wrong. Uh, I know, sick right? And wrong. That is the best part I yeah. think of that I've seen of the whole. Yeah. Now they so- haven't. Go ahead. It was so funny because he he like brings it brings the Xbox home and he hooks it up and then. You know, I'm down there because I want to see this. You right. Know, it's it's a good, the new toy. Yeah, it's a new toy. So I'm sitting there and I am I was reading and I'm looking at the TV and, and I'm like, wow, they've really, really improved this. It was just like a black screen. Yeah, it was a green screen. <laughs> and it was and black then, first. Then it went, I thought it went black. And then green. it went green. Yeah. So it was pretty <laughs> impressive. And then, I mean, obviously, when you first hook it up, the first thing it does is it goes, where are you at? U.S.? Okay. Prepare to download your patch. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and then like, I was like, hmm. Go have a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> So it's and then even Titanfall, it's like okay, I'm ready to and now I gotta download Titanfall. Okay, yep. so it does everything, but I mean played like the Dead um, Dead Rising three demo, mm-hmm. and that was pretty impressive the amount of zombie action. Oh my god, I was like, could they oh, throw my god. any more zombies yeah, at you? It was like it was like a million that freaking feels zombies. Like zombie apocalypse. How much would you pay for this many zombies? Yeah. Oh Wait, god. there's more. Behind door number two, right? There was so many. I was like, "How Dang. are you even alive still?" Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah. But it looked cool. But the best part definitely is that snappy thing, so yeah. you can snap your TV in the corner and be watching something while you're playing. Something. Well, they haven't. They still haven't released the ability to stream from the Xbox, right? Uh, That's the a PS4 Twitch, only thing right now. Well, no, they have. I don't know if they've released it yet or not. I have to look. I know Twitch was looking to because they've already have it network. in beta. Okay. To do it, and because I know when when the PS4 came out, they they got crushed. I mean, Twitch was right. having a series of very bad days around that. Yeah, time. and I'm sure the same will happen. Because not only that, but the Xbox version will allow you to archive your Twitch streams as well, right. which is a thing, something the PS doesn't do. So, you know, it's obviously each trying to get their app to be the killer thing way oh, of, of doing it. Yeah, of course. But I mean, I've seen people post YouTube videos from the Xbox pretty easily. Well, yeah, there's, there was yeah. the other capture techniques still yeah. work on it. Yeah. It's yeah. just a, if this this was bringing it to people who, who hadn't live. yeah. who hadn't invested in a capture box or another rig for, you know, people who weren't serious about streaming their console. No, no, I mean anyone can I do mean, it under the new one. No, just using the built-in software on oh, the okay. Xbox, they're able to make YouTube videos. A friend of mine was like, "Here's my Titanfall video and it was on YouTube with over commentary and nice. he only has an Xbox." So, it was like, "Well, that was Yeah, it was impressive. pretty neat. The only thing that it's lacking and it's a it's it's pretty pretty big hole here is HBO Go. 
<laughs> like seriously, HBO Go? Like, yeah, that was really strange. It wasn't there. I'm like, Microsquation and HBO on. got a partner. Mm-hmm. Got a partner up. That's 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 the ongoing quest. If you ever listen to Cord Killers on Alpha Geek Radio Monday nights, uh, um, mm-hmm. they're they are always, and I'm kvetching along with them. I nope. just want one box. So the the Twitch stream is already live. It is live. Yeah. Very good. Nice. They have a, um, one yeah, box. I'm, I'm so sick of um, last night. I was having to. Oh yeah, that's on Amazon. Can't use the Apple TV for that. Got to move over to the PS3 for that. Right. Oh crap! I'm signed into the wrong Amazon account on this one because we've stupidly over ye- over the years got two different accounts going. And Amazon absolutely will never let you merge accounts. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, they'll buy those movies over again on the other account. Have a nice day. Yep. So then I was just having that moment. Of, Can I just have a box? Yeah, just one. Well, do all these our things. Xbox did just fine. Yeah, the Xboxes did all the stuff I wanted it ever. Really, to iTunes. Do. I never buy anything on iTunes. That's the problem is so I have a wife that easy. loves iTunes. Oh, yeah. We don't buy anything yeah. on iTunes. I mean, worst comes to worst, you could always just stick your iPad on, on it, I would imagine. Mm, I don't know if you can do that. No, basically not the easy the way there is just get a, either get a Chromecast or get a, an Apple TV and, and AirPlay it. Yeah. I guess that's true. Chromecast is the most. Yeah, but we're talking watching. Why would you want to put your iTunes? Oh, movies. Duh. Yeah, yeah movies, we don't buy movies, movies on iTunes. Movies and TV series that, yeah. that, that ILA has purchased that oh. you can only access through an iOS device. Short-sighted. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, don't yeah, know. Nope. That's the problem when, when, when people start getting exclusives. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotta, if I want to get it early, i got to get it on this platform. Hope I can only want It's a long, long yeah. Yeah, session seriously. on my part there. Yep. Which, I don't know, just brings us to the end of our segment. Yeah. Right. So... Okay. Uh, starting weird as we did, we're going to mush together the last segment here. Uh, cool. So, uh, Barry, uh, you were going to call in, so get ready at the beginning of the next segment. And you can come in and tell us all about ye who have actually played Reaper of Souls. Uh, when we return, we'll have Nerds with Opinions and uh, Research Chaos coming your way. You're listening to Casually Hardcore live on Alpha Geek Radio. Casually Hardcore. That's right. A momentary glitch. Glitch. Reboot the Todd, damn it. (laughs) We shall be back, glitches and all, right after this. Hey, Scott Johnson here from Frog Pants at frogpants.com, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Welcome to the Enrichment Center. Hello, and welcome to the Enrichment Center. Hello, your specimen has been processed. Hello, your specimen has been processed. Hello, your specimen has been processed. Hello, and we are now ready to begin the test proper. Congratulations, was it worth it? 
Participating in this Aperture Science computer-aided enrichment activity. Goodbye. Goodbye. Are you still there? Researched Chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Sing it with me. Damn you, woman. Work with me. Work with me. Can't sing with a mouthful of popcorn. Yeah, exactly. And why are we eating popcorn on the air exactly? It's yummy. Uh-huh. I hate you all. Uh, fact. No, no, that's not it. I reject. No, no. I'll get back to you on that one. There's, there's got to be an appropriate one in here somewhere here. Way to go, a-hole! I think I found it. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> joining us through the miracle of Skype, and if you wish to join the conversation as well, you are welcome to at this point. We're playing it fast and loose this week. We don't have a proper call-in topic, so if anything that happened in our two weeks off or any of the stuff we talked about t- today strikes your fancy, you can find me on Skype under the name GnomeWise. That's G-N-O-M-E-W-I-S-E on Der Skype and Devicen. And there's a guy. He's here. And his beard. So, I am. What's up, Barry? I'm actually thinking about trimming the beard back. It's getting really no! long. Heresy. Silence! I know, but I mean, I'm getting too many Duck Dynasty comments at the bars, so it's getting like, hmm, I it, might want to. It may be time to uh, to trim, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, Duck Dynasty may be a little far. Yeah. Um, so you had news from the field on uh, Reaper of Souls, eh? Reaper of Souls, yeah. I was a Diablo 3 convert from the beginning. I always thought uh, uh, it was a pretty good game, and I liked it a lot. I did take a break, uh, obviously. I mean, it, it kind of played itself out. But then when I heard the expansion was going to be coming out, I picked it up again. And a lot of my friends uh, that I played with since, like, Diablo 2 days, my friends from college were all back on there and playing. And uh, When that patch dropped, it was really actually pretty cool. They did like what they do with a patch in WoW, where they threw most of the features from the expansion into the game, except for you know just the one or two little things that. Well, the, are, except the new chapter and the new playable class. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But all of the like 
gameplay mechanics and menu things that like and all, all the really tricky stuff to get over when a transition like that happens they threw in there and the loot too it was it was kind of weird like you're like oh, okay they patch the game you download you start playing you're like all right i'm already getting like green level items that are better than these epics i was grinding away on because the loot system is well, more lizards typical new expansion <laughs> everything everything purple is green better. again yeah, I know, but usually that doesn't happen until you actually start the into expansion. the new content. You know, you go and start doing the new quests in the new zone or whatever. I was just playing the same zones again with the patch, and I was like, and it was weird. I was having like wow flashbacks. I'm like, this like, it's like patch day. It's just the strangest things. All this loot's falling from the sky. And was, it a, was it a Tuesday? Patch Tuesday? Yeah. I don't remember exactly, but. Yeah, I'm really liking Diablo 3, uh, especially the the new expansion. It's awesome. Uh, the clans and guild things are a little weird. Uh, it's it's pretty much just like uh, the clan thing is like trying. It's pretty much just like joining a a weird chat channel. And I don't know if you've looked at it much, but the most popular one, uh, if you go and search, it's it, the chat channels. The most popular one that pops up is Reddit. It's just called Reddit. <laughs> I'm not sure and if like, I want to be in a Reddit clan. I'm sorry. I've seen well, the kind it, of stuff that those people post. Um, it's because you get sucked in and never get let go. Right, and I don't need that. I don't need that to be a larger presence in my life. Bad enough yeah. as it is. It, it is pretty bad, and like, and, but mostly everyone in there is just like, go to the Diablo three subreddit and you know join us. We're gonna go run this. We're gonna go run that kind of thing. Uh, being in an actual guild or with my friends from college that we've been playing Diablo together since it was Diablo two, uh, is awesome. And it's like, you just, any, the great thing about this Diablo game is if you log into the game and someone's already playing, you can literally just click on their picture and jump right into their game. Yeah. It's like so effortless. It's ridiculous. That is the point. Yeah. I also saw it today when Aridin was first getting on and I was like, okay, let me go switch to a character more your level. And it showed his picture, and it was, you know, obviously you instantly joined game, but it also said, he's on your local area network. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. It so, knows. It knows. Oh, I had never experienced that yet, but that's cool. Be afraid. Be very yep. afraid. Cool. So we've had uh, another caller stealthily join our call. Who's joining us? This is True. True. What up? Well, not much. It's like uh, I got a couple of interesting comments on uh, a story you covered this week and a story you covered before you va- went to the vapor on us. Mm, uh, first off, Facebook, thank you for not being one of those, oh, God, help me, they stole our money people. It's like I've been dealing with that on Reddit all week. It's like, did you actually expect – like I could have told you from the get-go Oculus was going to get bought by somebody because – They had a good product. Yes, and to quote a Shark Takeism, it's a pr- it was a product, not a company. It's right. like I don't want they're not going to be selling me a new headset every six months. They, there was no way they could stay separate on one freaking product. Right. This is going to be a research money pit, which luckily you now now Zuckerbucks to feed the, the Zuckerbucks. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that totally makes sense to me. I mean. I mean, who else could afford to drop $2 billion on a company? Apple. Yeah, it's like, could, do you want an Oculus Rift made by Apple that would only work on your Macintosh and your iPad? But it would work every yeah. time. Or Google, who yeah. has uh, ADHD with technology. It's like, uh, it's like, remember the Q, the product that lasted literally launched, and two weeks later was discontinued? Yep. Or, 
Like, like, there's not that many companies that can drop two, two billion and not be an aqua hire. Uh, but uh, we will see. But hopefully, it'll Zuckerberg will just let them run along and make 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 wonderful toys for us. And I mean, there is there is precedent for Facebook being a benevolent acquirer. Everyone said, "Oh, you know, there goes Instagram." Right. And it's just going to be Facebook photos before you note it. And there have been some very yeah. modest and good enhancements to the service, but it remains Instagram. Yeah. Autonomous, pretty much. Pretty, yeah. much. pretty um, much. And so, you know, people crying, they're going to ruin it, they're going to ruin it. Okay, what, what can you point to where Facebook has actually done this? Right. Other than to themselves. Right. <laughs> so... So compared to compared to Apple or Google or any other company that has enough money to actually drop this, drop it on something like this. And see, Apple tends to do acquisitions much higher up in the development cycle. They yeah. will consume a CPU manufacturer, right? And they will consume someone who does a, you know a very low level component in their touch screen assemblies. Well, like I said, I don't think it's there. And then they also buy, I'm sorry, they also just buy companies to hire the engineers away like they did with that uh, company that was making the Kinect sen- sen- sensors. Like, I don't see an Apple Kinect coming out. They just want the engineers. Yeah. I don't think, but I don't get the sense from the people that are mad about this that they're mad as, I mean, they're mad because it's Facebook, but they're also mad because they just didn't want the company to get bought out in general. Well, yeah, there, no, there was definitely that faction right. of... I was backing this because it was the little guy. Now they're the evil man. Yeah. And and where's my percentage of the right. billions that I invest? You didn't invest. Well, you kickstarted. I think they're also looking at it like, well, wait a second. I just basically funded a Kickstarter for them to basically do a product demo to get bought out as a company. Yep. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what happened. That was one of the risks. <laughs> yeah. But not only that. I mean, if you really, if you're behind that product, that just makes that much more sense that someone with a lot of money backing the product you love is going to actually make that product better, hopefully. That's the and plan. And they have more money to work on it. Like, right. if I had backed, well, whatever, when we backed Shadowrun, if that, or yeah. Golem Arcana, if that had, yeah. you know, someone you had imagine they sold thrown out to money EA. at it. Right. Yeah. If Hair but they still did. delivered the product. But right. they still delivered the product? Oh, my God. Can you imagine what he could do with, like, billions yeah. of dollars? if? What he puts out, if the product, the quality of the product he puts out with the measly money that mm-hmm. we gave him, yeah. would be amazing. And the kind of R&D we're talking with, with a, a fledgling technology mm-hmm. like the Oculus, where they're going to go down many roads that lead nowhere and eat <laughs> money. I mean, their, oh, original, gosh, yes. their original positional system, which right. was all accelerometer based has been completely thrown out. Because yeah. it made me nauseous. Because, it, because there was just enough lag in yeah. it. And they totally replaced it with the external cameras and tracking actual movement. That kind of starting over from scratch mm-hmm. ain't cheap. Nope. nope. But it results in a superior product. Right. Uh-huh. So exactly. they have been freed up to do that kind of... They have been freed up to fail. Yeah. To try risky things that could pay off massively and be the next big thing or to and like like with the original accelerometers it was almost good enough which is why they spent so much time pursuing it because they were convinced we can make this better yeah. and they finally had to reach that thing we're never going to make that last 10% yeah. it's just so not there yeah. we've got to do something completely different. different yeah and that eats money like nobody's business that's that's just the yep. nature of research and development sometimes 
it just doesn't pan out. So now they can have it not pan out a few times. We will, I hope, get a kick-ass final product that comes to market in whatever form. Right. Hopefully. And hopefully before actually too much awfully longer. Yeah. yeah. I would There'll imagine some, Something gracing our, our dust-covered our shelves. faces. <laughs> next to the many generations of controllers. Put it next to the VR boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get an Oculus Rift just to play Portal 2 and then never use it again. It could happen. Nah. Or. I don't know, man. They could come up with games. some great ideas. You never know what people come up with. That's true. Well, they might, all, they might make Portal 3. <laughs> they might make the Oasis, for all we know. Yeah. This is true. No, all they have to do is make a new either X-Wing or Wing Commander game. And See? you have sold me. Star Citizen, Any which has already said they're going to have Rift support. A combat space sim that leverages the Oculus. I mean, that would be all, the almost perfect demo to move to move the must-have app. Yep. Awesome. Yep. And it happened to be, you know, this is the Star Wars franchise and have the sound of a screaming TIE fighter positionally moving through space behind yeah. you. I you mean, know, Star Citizen is perfectly fine. That's Chris Roberts, so I have faith. Now, I've added another... Uh, Even despite the fact that HBO just replayed the Wing Commander movie the other day, and I said, Why would it. you do that? Because Why I would you do that? <laughs> because we were talking about yeah. it. Someone, one of our friends had seen it and was like, oh my god, I forgot how bad that movie was. So. Yeah, he oh. actually, and, but then he went out and actually like found the old Wing Commander game and downloaded it for Linux or whatever. Yikes. Um, but yeah, that movie was... It wasn't as horrible as I remembered it, but it was still pretty bad. It was, it was just <laughs> it a was bad, bad... I mean, they basically took submarine warfare <laughs> and yeah. tried to... Tried to Make it space warfare with with bad Kazinti and kitties. Uh, kitties. <laughs> anyway, we have a new caller on the line. Who's joined us? This is Agri SW. Uh, it has oh. been a while since the it words were spoken. So, so speak ye the words and then enter, friend. Uh, I believe it goes along the lines of something like uh, give a shout out to someone. Oh, I think it's uh, my loving girlfriend at Brosha Hartnett. Hey, right. then the words have been spoken. <laughs> Uh, access has been granted. <laughs> What's on your mind there? Uh, I'm actually currently playing Reaper Souls right now, and um, it's uh, as, as Barry mentioned earlier. Uh, it, it's actually pretty awesome. Um, like he, like um, he was saying, it's like when Wow, or um, all the loot drops are like holy crap! I replaced like almost all my gear within like an hour. I'm sensing a recurring theme here. Yeah. Of, 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 of things have been through many times in Wow. Um, yeah, exactly. Everything purple is green again. You were uh, correct earlier, though. There is now a new uh, uh, vendor that will let you uh, transmute your gear to look like other gear. Right. Okay. Exactly. Of course, like, of course, you have to unlock uh, and pay to unlock oh, all yeah. of the shocking, different shocking modes. Shocking, shocking. But I did notice I, I had something pretty crazy, an epic drop, and it when I got it and... and Identified it. It said, "Oh, now you can turn other shields into that shield because ah. you discovered that shield." Very cool. So you discovered uh, yeah, patterns, that's, basically. That's correct. Actually, is um anything that's a legendary item that you drop that's not um that's transmograble, mm-hmm. you unlock that permanently, so oh, you cool. can make all your crappy weapons look like epic weapons. And no, no versa. void storage crap or anything like that. You just it's in your pattern list from that point forward. It's in your yeah. pattern list. Yeah. Much cool. better. Yep. Sanity from Blizzard. Who would guess it? Uh, they're learning yeah. and improving. Go forth and figure. Um, so, well, we've got the, the panel on the line here. We'll hit you with some of our research chaos as submitted this week by MacBit. Mm-hmm. And notably absent, but I'm finding an excuse to say his name anyway, Boba Fetish was not there this week. 
But we've been away for a while, so I can hardly blame him. And I was up north of the wall in his territory anyway, so he was probably hunting me with a harpoon trying to kill me, and he just missed me. Because that's how he rolls. But uh, this is one that when I saw come across uh, the newswires really got my attention to think it is something that is extremely powerful that just kind of quietly released. So this is from Gadget from Wired.com in the Gadget Lab. Little known iOS feature will change the way we connect. And it's an iOS app that's just innocuously named FireChat. Right. It leverages what is known generically as mesh networking. And it means with no internet involvement at all, you could drive a bunch of iOS devices out to the middle of the desert or just disable internet connectivity on your iOS devices and they can all still communicate directly with each other. So if you've got five devices, my device will attach to all four of yours mm-hmm. and each of the other ones will connect to each of the others. So it's not like it's one that connects to the other and then in a line. They all connect Everyone's connected to everyone else in a crisscrossing mesh, hmm. which is a very bulletproof way to run a network. So if one node disappears, there's multiple, the there's multiple paths mm-hmm. for the packet of information to get where it needs to go. And the neat thing this will do is relay information. So if you've got a whole bunch of associated iOS devices that Keep all are members of the same network, mm-hmm. and then one of, them, one of them grabs an internet connection way off at the fringe, everyone can now see that internet connection through the mesh. So you can basically string individuals out in a long row to expand a network just kind of on the fly. And as you move around, everyone stays in contact with everyone else. And it just magically builds networks wherever it goes without really any user involvement. Hmm. And without the need for an internet connection for you at least to be able to communicate with other people within your group. So all kinds of apps that rely on just machine-to-machine contact are no, no longer encumbered by the need for an internet connection. So I'm thinking, you know, back in the days when Burning Man was out in the middle of the desert where they didn't drive trucks out there with satellite uplinks right. and give internet to everyone, mm-hmm. that would have been a perfect time for this where people with their iOS devices would be able to, to chat with everyone else at Burning Man with no outside world connectivity, but you'd still be able to run your fire chat app, with send everybody. information to each other, send chats and files and everything to each other. Where are you? They're starting. Right. <laughs> yeah. And all you need is, is, is a minimum of two devices mm-hmm. within range of each other. But as people breeze into range, you have, you have one whole group of people that just brushes up against the other and suddenly it's one huge network and information is flying around and the, the beauty of it is it just magically happens in the normal Apple way where the user in involvement is minimal. Huh. Um, so they just quietly released it in the latest iOS 7 update and a, a lot of people who watch these things have caught on and said, wait, 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 no, no, this this is a very big deal. Yeah. Um, this could, could unearth ways of using these devices that people have never really envisioned before. Mm-hmm. So during a zombie apocalypse, you would still be connected exactly. to each other. Exactly. Especially if you were part of the same group. Right. Now, what I'm waiting for is the court case where somebody was hooked to one of these networks with their iPhone and their home network, and somebody five blocks away bouncing through 25 iPhones did something naughty on their internet connection and got yep. traced back. Uh-huh. Well, how that's happening now with people pirating Wi-Fi, and that's not even oh, new. Yeah. This right. is just, this is just a novel it, way of getting it. 
people locked their Wi-Fi down and said, well, you had locked down Wi-Fi. You had WPA Enterprise. And so, so obviously they could have intercepted it. It's like, no, they hacked it through the iPhone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, with, with any new disruptive technology, there's always, always a chance that someone will be might issues. possibly misuse it. I mean, I'm thinking that this would really change, uh, like us when we went to PAX a couple of years ago, and there was like eight of us. Oh my god! And we were we were having trouble just texting each other. Yes. Where do you want yeah. to meet for lunch? Because we, everyone and their brother was hitting the local right. cell tower. This takes that completely out of the equation, and it's store and forward. So it'll store messages until it encounters another me- network member and right. then sends it in a burst. So even as you're wandering around the convention hall, you'll find each other randomly when you get within radio range of each other. So get a big enough team at a convention, set up your fire chat group, secure it with whatever you know encryption mm-hmm. you want, and then go forth. And it uses both internet and this mesh so as the internet drops out, which at PAX, it, it will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it also reinforces it with its own mesh network, so the messages have way more chance of getting through. So that that's why this is a big deal. This is really freaking useful. Yeah. Um, because we have overburdened our infrastructure in a lot of ways. Like, what was I kvetching about earlier in the show? Everyone standing right next to the one access point and ignoring all the others. The same thing happens when you have the convention center parked next to one or two cell towers, and then you invite 50,000 of your closest friends with all their Wi-Fi or their cellular devices. You've got to have congestion problems. It's just limitations on what you can do through one radio. Well, and you can also don't take it. I mean, eventually, when the connectivity between the devices has significant bandwidth, you'd actually be able to incorporate multiple access points as ways to get to the Internet. Yes. How cool would that be? people are able to talk to each other and get to the people that are on the edges of and the... And imagine you've got 17 different iOS devices. You know, Five of them are on T-Mobile. Six are on Verizon. And whoever's got the best connectivity at any given moment... Yep. Gets the message out. Like, That's sexy. Yeah, I, I can get behind That's that. Nice. So That's th- nice. The most like interesting it. thing about this story is the first time I really heard a, a kind of use case for this type of thing. You've only heard about mesh network. This is the best way to build network. Well, Nobody it, does mesh right, network. Nobody hears about it. The first time I really heard it explained in a good way was Shadowrun Fourth Edition. Oh yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically, of course you they, did. They, because they, they even took to the concept where you'd have a pan, a personal area network, network right? uh-huh. for all your devices, your cyberware, all that crap. And then, but the mesh networks was basically the way that the future was going to work because ba- nobody used hard lines anymore. Everything is wireless. So now, you, and you needed ways of how do you connect in. That's right, R2. Damn skippy. <laughs> R2 agrees with you. R2 operates on a mesh network. That's, yeah, yeah, he does. So, I mean, it's interesting. And now we're kind of starting to see that. And I didn't realize that that was part of my iOS device. <laughs> Apparently it is. So that's very, very, very cool. cool. This technology can be used for everything from collaborative editing and file sharing to multiplayer gaming and sensor aggregation. Ooh. Yeah. My body. Sensor. Just another example of how... Sci-fi is becoming more realistic. Yep. Yeah. I'm reminded of the, the idea that Douglas Adams put, put forth in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the sub-Ethernet, right. which he very obviously <laughs> named after Ethernet, but right. the same idea of the devices were connecting to each other to form a massive you know, galaxy-wide right. network. Right. Via you know, the sub-Ethernet. Yeah. Because why cool. not? Because why not? The Ether. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of Douglas Adams, I'm reading one of the uh, Doctor Who books that's based off a of Douglas Adams script. Just the um, uh, the one with the Vogons in it, uh, the Cyberman episode. No, it was one that never actually got made. I think it's called Shada. Shada. Yes, that was the one that was disrupted. Oh, is by, it by a strike? 
So that's that. Well, that was a, a big part of Doctor Who lore because it was one of the, the great unfinished episodes from the Tom Baker era. Because there was, uh, it's a really good book too. It's one of the few that involved another Time Lord as a character. It was, the story was 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 really fun. It was kind of a shame it didn't get filmed. Um, yeah, because it was during the Doctor and Romana era. Um, and just there was a labor labor relation problem, so yeah. just, there were bits of it that were shot. Um, so yeah, that that one is a a, a a must a must nerd thing if you're going to be a Doctor Who nerd. Yeah, of course I know all about Shada and I know the story because I've read it and I've read the script and and uh. it was a double shame because it was a Douglas Adams script, one of the few that you know that did not get completed. Right. Mm. I love going back to, to the one uh, one of the ones that did get shot. and He named the alien race the Vogons. In the Doctor Who episode, oh. same same name but different yeah. race from the Vogons from That's cool. Hitchhiker's Guide. Ah, all right, and that neatly wraps things up in an episode that almost didn't happen. Cause, yeah, because Nomise is dumb and leaves power supplies in the Great White North. Um, You're not allowed to go to Canada anymore. I will it go to, makes you. Dumb. I will go to Canada. It I'll, makes I'll, you dumb. I'll just lay <laughs> in extras of everything before I leave. Yep. <laughs> just duplicate everything. So just announcing our new Indiegogo to buy a spare of everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Send your $20,000 check to the following address. All right. No. Sorry, Emperor just tapped me out. Yeah. No, I'm not. I got no need to beg for money from any anybody. We are well, well taken care of. Uh, yep. Alpha Geek Radio has you know, finished its Indiegogo about a month ago, and uh, I finished implementing all the promised upgrades. Uh, in fact, if you if you have any interest in trying your hand at podcasting, the Alpha Geek Radio podcast incubator, including free hosting, free advice, and free live streaming, if you want to try the live radio thing as well, all available. All you need to do is ask. Cool. And we'll be there to help you see if this is the hobby for you. At the same time, run away, save yourselves. It will consume your life. Or is that ending on too much of a downbeat? That's not nice. What? It will consume your life. I must break you. <laughs> all right. So all the usual rules apply. Find us on the web at alphageekradio.com. Send your hate mail to the show at alphageekradio. Oh, Barry, Barry. Hate mail goes to Barry. Where do you think that address forwards oh, okay. to? <laughs> <laughs> Duh, you've let the cat out of the bag. Then we observed its state, and now it's officially dead. <laughs> Poor Heisenberg. Anyway, um, you can find us on the web, alphageekradio.com. Send your emails to the show at alphageekradio.com. If you are interested in trying out the podcast incubator, send in your request with a description of the show you would like to do and whether you want to do just podcast or podcast and live streaming to info, that's I-N-F-O, at alphageekradio.com. Follow us on the Twitter. The network is Alpha Geek Radio. The show is Hardcore Casuals. You can find me as Gnomewise, his as Izzy Grail, I-Z-Z-Y-G-R-A-I-L, and she is Daxa, C-H, that's D-A-K-S-A, not D-A-X-A-C-H. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Alpha Geek Radio or Casually Hardcore, and our pages will be the top results. Um, if you want to listen mobile, you can install the TuneIn.com app on your many different kinds of mobile devices, and then just do a search for Alpha Geek Radio. You'll find the two talk channels, the special event channel, and Coverville Radio, the music channel, all in there. Just set us as favorites. makes it very easy to tune in and listen in the background while you go about your day. <laughs> 
You okay? <laughs> do you need some oxygen, old man? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and thank you, as usual, to all the volunteers. What make this happen? There's that guy with the beard. And all the research team, including the not present this week, Boba Fett. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll try and premiere your shirt next, next time, buddy. There you go. In the meantime, I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. And I've been Grail. And we potentially are... Wait for it. Wait for it. Out of here. Bye-bye, radio people. Bombadida, 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 bombadida,